This is the Black Girl Flirting and Other Randomness Podcast. Listen, guys, tonight I am talking about an app that I absolutely hated, and I don't even know why the fuck I downloaded it. Before you say POF, we're not talking about POF, because I know in a previous episode I said that I have a hate-hate relationship with POF. I said, I also said how I downloaded POF a total of six separate times, expecting something different. And each time it just got worse and worse. And I was failed every time. Okay. But as much as I hate POF, I probably would download that shit again. <laughs> it's like, it's like kind of like the kid that get their hand spanked after they put in the fire and then they put it back in the fire. That's my relationship with POF. I'm just not going to be satisfied until I blow up (laughs) until like I literally physically blow up from downloading POF. But the app that I'm going to be talking about tonight that I only had one time with that app for me to be like, nah, I'm good forever is Bumble. Now, interesting enough, a Bumble was created by a woman for women for them to basically take control of dating. So when I heard about Bumble and I actually heard about Bumble through another podcast that I listened to, it's by, what's her name? Garcelle. I I think her last name is Garcelle Bouvet. I could be pronouncing her name wrong, but she talked about Bumble on her podcast and how she used it before. And so I said to myself, you know, I had never heard of Bumble until then. So I want to try it myself. Never did. Okay. So fast forward to this summer, you know, I just moved from Philly to Connecticut area. And I said to myself, you know, I've always felt that one of the reasons why I didn't have a lot of success with dating apps I assumed that it was because of me being in Philly and dating in Philly is trash. Okay. So I figured, Hey, I'm in a different city, different people. I'm new here. Maybe things might be a little bit better. So I first started off with POF. POF was a shit show, even in Connecticut. So then I remember Garcelle talking about Bumble. I said, Oh shit. Let me try Bumble myself. I take a side because honestly, it was a total waste of my time. Even though POF has always been a waste of my time too, but Bumble was definitely trash. Okay. Let me talk a little bit about how the app works and then I'll tell you about my experience on it. So basically it's pretty much the same. You create a profile, you upload your pictures. The thing is with Bumble, you have to match with the person in order to communicate with them. But the woman has to initiate all the conversation first. So basically, even if you match with a man, the man cannot contact you. He can only respond back after you send the message first. Now, in the beginning, I said to myself, oh, wow, okay. So I'm kind of controlling the the tone and the flow of the conversation so if I come across a guy and we match instead of him saying the usual hey beautiful or hi or saying something stupid I can send a message first and I can kind of build a conversation so instead of a guy saying hi which I fucking hate I hate sidebar when guys send me messages on dating apps and they just say hi 
Like I literally take all this time and put all of this energy in making a great profile and they don't read it. They look at one picture and then they're like, hi. So I like the idea that Bumble gave you control first. So what I was doing was I was swiping right, swiping right at guys that I found interesting. But the challenge was these niggas never put anything in their profile. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So all I'm seeing is pictures, how far they are from me and what their um, sign is. That's it. You might have one guy that puts something stupid. Like I remember one guy who I didn't match with because I wasn't interested, but he put, hey guys, I love snacks. That's it. He didn't even put in the type of snacks he liked. Like if I'm going to put something really stupid in my profile, like, hey guys, I like snacks. I'm going to at least say, hey guys, I like chocolate chip cookies. Hey guys, I really love fucking Takis. But I'm not going to just put, hey guys, I like snacks. What kind of snacks you're talking about? See what I'm saying? It's really hard to build a fun conversation when niggas is not even taking the time to put information in their profile. Okay. So after three whole days of having the same conversation with basically everyone I matched with, because no one's putting anything in their profile, I start to get bored. And then I say to myself, "Mm, I don't know, Bumble, I'm about to delete you. No sooner than I say that, I come across someone who changed my mind. For the podcast, we will call him Chris, okay? Now, immediately, what drawed me into Chris was he was fine. Let's throw some stats out there because, you know, we talk about how these niggas look. Chris, from the profile, he put that he was 5'10", which means that he was 5'9", because, you know, niggas love to lie about their height. He put that he was 5'10", which really means he was (laughs) 5'9". Really chocolatey, dark skin. I love chocolate men so much. I love dark skin men. That's my favorite complexion. But I'll date any color. Like, honestly, I'm a... I don't care. As long as you black, because that's what I'm mostly attracted to. But dark skin men do something to me. But anyway, he was chocolatey. What I loved about him is that he smiled in every picture. And I don't know, it's so funny because it's just like, I really love to see black men smile. And it's a shame that a lot of times when they post their pictures, they always got to look all hard or serious. No one's smiling, no one's showing that they're having a good time. And that was the one of the things that I liked about Chris's profile because every picture showed that he was doing something fun. Like one picture he was hiking, one picture he was in the grass. Like it was just every picture was a story. And I love that because it gave me a lot to kind of start the conversation off with. Right. So, you know, we wound up matching and I was super excited. So immediately when we matched, I know I was desperate. (laughs) I was fucking desperate, y'all. I sent a message and I said, hey, Chris. I said, I love your smile. So he came back and he said, wow. He said, you know what? I love yours too. So then we're going back and forth and we're having a really good conversation. I'm asking him about his pictures. I'm asking him about his hobbies. He's asking me about, you know, Philly and what brought me to Connecticut. I'm telling him about what my experience has been like in Connecticut. We're having really great conversations. So then I noticed that he was a Virgo like me. 
So, um, sidebar, when we were communicating, it was the end of August. So some of you may or may not know this, but Virgos start the end of August to, of course, third, third week in uh, September. Okay. So at the time we were talking, it was the end of August. So I said to him, I said, oh, I just realized that we team Virgo. And he was like, yeah, how about that? When's your birthday? And I said, actually, my birthday is on the ninth. And he said, oh, shit, my birthday is on the 12th. So I said to him, I was like, okay, Team Virgo. And guess what, guys? We were the same exact age, which is really funny because I've never talked to somebody that birthday was so close to mine and that we were the same age, like we were born the same year and everything, which I thought was pretty funny. So I had asked him, I said, yo, so um, what did you do last year? Because it was a milestone birthday for us. So he said to me, he was like, honestly, I didn't really do anything because you know, the pandemic. And I was like, I know me either. And he was just like, yo, why don't we make up for it? And I said, you know what? That's a good idea. He said, listen, you didn't get the chance to celebrate your milestone. I didn't get a chance to celebrate our my milestone. Let's get together. And I said, you know what? That is a good idea, Chris. So he said, listen, normally I like to talk to people a little bit longer on the app before I get my number out. But is it cool if we exchange numbers because our birthday was literally coming up in like another two weeks? So I was like, you know what? I normally don't get my number out either, but you seem like a really cool guy. I've been really enjoying our conversation. Let's do it. So we exchange numbers. So he texts me and he said, listen, it was great chatting with you today. Is it okay if I can call you tonight? So I said, absolutely. So now I'm talking to my girlfriend. I'm like, yo, I met this guy from Bumble. He seemed pretty sane. Like he's a Virgo like me and I'm telling her everything. And she was like, oh, that's what's up. Like, that's cool. You guys get a chance to hang out for your birthday and everything. That'll be something fun. (sighs) I took a deep breath for a reason. Because you know what I noticed, guys? I'm sorry. I know I'm like kind of taking a little focus off of the story but one of the things that I hate about dating on these apps is like the moment I start to get excited over meeting someone or the moment I feel like I met someone with a little common sense they always in some way let me down and I just was like yo why do I keep putting myself in a fire like why do I keep downloading these apps I never meet anyone worth my time on them so getting back to the story so he wound up calling me around like six o'clock I had literally just finished up work and I just got finished eating dinner and I'm chilling in the dining room you know getting ready to watch some movie and so he calls me and I answered and I was like hey Chris like I'm all excited because you know I'm ready to talk to him guys why did Chris start asking me 150,000 questions in 10 minutes. But it wasn't even the fact that he asked me 150 questions in 10 minutes. It was almost like he was interrogating me. So I answers the phone. Hey, Chris, what's up? Like, I'm excited. He says to me, listen, I need for you to tell me everything. And I was like, huh? (laughs) What you mean? 
I need for you to tell me everything because I had such bad luck on these apps. Like, who are you dating? And what was your last relationship like? And why did you even leave Philly? Like, are you running away from somebody? And do I need to be careful dating you? And what's this? Da, 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 da. Like, so he's going on and on and on just question after question he's not even giving me an opportunity to ask because it's like he's angry and he's like losing his shit and I'm wondering to myself like damn did he find out something about me like I mean did I match with one of his homeboys too it was just weird so once for like five straight minutes he literally is just throwing question and question I'm literally feeling like that I'm on trial for murder finally after five minutes of me sitting there listening to it and feeling like yo what the fuck is going on I stopped him because he would have kept going and I said to him I said listen Chris it sounds to me and I was really really patient in the way I was speaking to him because obviously this nigga is crazy so I said listen Chris it's obvious that you've had some issues with the dating apps I get it I've been there before okay I said, maybe you should take some time to heal from whatever situation you just recently encountered, you know, and maybe we can link up in the near future. All right. Y'all, why does nigga start cussing me the fuck out? Like, see, this is why I don't get into these women on this app. It's always games. Y'all know how to appreciate a real man. I'm trying to come to you like a real man. Yada, 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 yada. Just going on and on and on and on. And I realized after like five minutes of him rambling, I said to myself, I said, gotta listen to this and I just hung up on this nigga like I straight hung up like I didn't even say listen I'm hanging up or you know what don't call me no more I just hung up on him because honestly I did nothing wrong and I get it I get it I don't get that but I get the anxiousness okay and Virgos are known because I myself deal with this we're known to be a little bit anxious at times. Sometimes we overthink situations. I'm thinking that maybe he may have had a couple of bad experiences and because we were hitting it off so well, he might have got a little nervous. You know, guys deal with the, some of the same insecurities we deal with when it comes to dating, especially when they're really looking for a relationship. He didn't give me that he didn't give me the vibe that he was looking for a relationship, but he was really excited for us to talk. Like I noticed that the three days that we talked prior to me giving him my phone number, he seemed very engaged, very into what I was talking about. He asked questions. It was a lot of back and forth. The conversation was really flowy. So it was really disappointing that he turned out to be just damaged. <laughs> for lack of better words the nigga came off extremely damaged and I just as a person that experienced her own fair share of just bad situations if I took every situation that I've been through and let that be a crutch for me to hold on to I would probably never date men again I probably would be a lesbian but if I'm able to get up brush my shoulders off in the words of the the, the great Jay-Z, <laughs> then 
I feel like that a guy like that should too. Because honestly, and me and my friends talk about this a lot, my female, my girlfriends, whatever. We talk about this a lot that men always have the advantage of dating. Like the chances of men finding a good quality woman that is down for him, that will put up with some things is greater than me finding a guy that'll do the same thing. Like it's no secret that it is one man to every 10, maybe even 15 women in these times. So with that being said, Hey, I'm just going to say it plain and simple. Guys, guys don't have to be that broken because literally they can get out of a situation. Not saying that they don't have a right if something bad happened to mourn the loss of a relationship or grieve a relationship that turns sour. But at the end of the day, a nigga can get up tomorrow and meet someone that is beautiful, talented, got her shit together, and she will be willing to take him as he is and work him through whatever pain he went through. Like there are women out here that do it. Not me, because I'm gonna be honest. I'm I date for kicks and giggles these days, but there are women out here that's looking for a man. Like a uh, fuck it, and they will take him. Yeah, so After I banged on him and blocked him, I was just so just taken back by what I experienced. Was so taken back. I sat there for about a few minutes after blocking him. Then I said, oh, no, I can't stop with just blocking him. I went on the app and made sure I unmatched his ass because I did not want him to send me nothing else crazy. Okay, unmatched him, blocked him on the app. Then I sat down for about 10 more minutes. Well, I sat back for like 10 minutes, rather. Then I said, you know what? Fuck Bumble. And I wound up deleting Bumble. And I said to myself, honestly, as much as I dislike POF, I would use POF before I would use Bumble. I just don't. Like the idea of having to communicate or contact every guy that I match with. Not that I'm not assertive because I don't have a problem, obviously, talking to people. But I like the back and forth. Because I'm not going to lie. Like there are times when I'm on POF or other dating apps and if we match, I'll send a message like, hey, what's up? How you doing? But then there's times where I like to sit back and have somebody message me. So I kind of like that back and forth. I don't want to feel like that the ball always have to be in my court. Okay. I get why Bumble feels like that is a good option for women because I'm thinking that they may feel that, okay, by allowing the women to have the ball in their court, then they can kind of control the conversation no bitch because you can send a beautiful message to a guy and if he's a creep he'll still send you a dick pic how i know because that shit happened to me while i was on bumble yes yeah but i mean what's dating apps without a couple of dick pics i mean it comes with the territory sadly but yeah, so that is my Bumble story. Um, like I said, I mean, really and truly, I tell people all the time, I would never not tell people to use apps for dating because I know everybody's experience is different. So, but I always tell people, of course, always use your best judgment, follow your intuition. All of these things are important when using these apps. I would really love to hear you guys' terrible app stories. And also tell me about other apps that are out there because I only know about, I know there's Bumble. I know there's Black or BLK. 
I know that there is what other apps that I'm looking for hinge I've never been on hinge before but and I've only been on tinder for like a day yeah, because I was I was on Tinder for like a day when I came up here. It was too many dick pics, and I was just like, nah, I'm good. So I deleted it. Of course, POF is probably the star of a lot of my dating app horrors. And I actually was on <laughs> a, a Haitian dating app called Wreck and Tray. And honestly, the only reason... Why, I'm, not, I'm not Haitian, by the way. But the only reason why I got on this app is honestly just to <laughs> see what it was about and that was an interesting experience do I want to talk about my experience with using the Haitian dad Rick and Trey I, I could be pronouncing that wrong um let me see I do have a few minutes so yes yeah, so I use this dating app called Rock and Trey I probably am pronouncing that completely wrong now this app is for Haitians or Haitian Americans or people that like Haitians right now, I don't mind dating any guy. So when I found out about the app, it was actually through one of my Haitian girlfriends. And she said to me, oh my God, they have a dating app for Haitians. And she was laughing about it. And I asked her if she was going to join. She was like, yo, I just want to see what it's about. And I was like, yo, I'm a joint too. Okay. So I joined on there. I made a profile. And of course, immediately guys were asking me like if I was from Haiti or if I was Haitian American. I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not Haitian American. I'm not from Haiti. I just like Haitian men. That's why I was telling them. I'll date any man, but of course I was just telling them that for the ad purposes. But yeah, so I came across this one guy for the ad, uh, for the podcast. We'll call him Terrence. Terrence is fine, guys. Terrence is fine. He is about, I want to say, eight years younger than me. And at the time, he lived in Haiti. He still is there to this day. And he's a dentist. And, you know, I forget what you call... I used to call him Monsieur Don. Because I think Don means teeth yeah so I used to call him Monsieur Don or Don Monsieur because Monsieur is Mr and then teeth is Don so when because I I was learning Haitian Creole at one time too because I was dating another Haitian guy I'll talk about that in another podcast but so because I I got I can't be on here all night you know then y'all gonna be like damn this shit is mad long but anyway so I used to call him Monsieur Don or Don Monsieur and he used to think that was hilarious because, of course, you know, he, I'm not Haitian nor could I speak Creole back then. And because, you know, because basically I was calling him Mr. Teeth because he was a dentist. But, of course, I didn't really take it that serious because, I mean, he's in Haiti and I'm here. But I think that he was trying to take me serious. And we started just talking casually on WhatsApp and he would video call me sometimes. And I didn't mind talking to him via video chat, but his whole purpose is he was cute. <laughs> I mean, he was very pleasant on the eyes, like really cute, very attractive. And I like the fact that he was, I don't know. I like the fact that he was extremely smart because we would have very, you know, serious debates about, you know, Haitian politics and, you know, we would talk about American politics. I mean, so we had some really, really deep and intense conversations. 
But after about six months, he was like, you know, you should come out to Haiti. And I was just like, no, I don't think I want to. And, you know, it just kind of like went back and forth. And then, you know, I kind of like stopped dealing with him. And then he started dealing with somebody else because, of course, you know, on WhatsApp, when you have somebody's number, you guys can share story pictures through the, through the app. I'm sure you all know that if you use WhatsApp. And I saw that he was sharing story pictures of him and his girl. So I figured he was in a relationship. And he was for a while. And then I guess it didn't work out. And here come Monsieur Don back to trying to holler at me and talk about how he's in love with me and X, Y, and Z. So now Monsieur Don, I had to block him because one day he video chatted with me and we were talking and we got into a little bit of a debate and he just basically said that I broke his heart and just saying all of this nonsense. Not just like, listen, I'm not for this. I'm not for this, God. Like, this is just not my ministry. And so I just blocked him, and that was that. But honestly, if Monsieur Don <laughs> was here, hell yeah, I would have dated him. I would at least, I would at least, you know, <laughs> if anything, but because he was fine as fuck. But it was just like he was there, and I was here. And then I kind of got mad at myself because I'm like, you know, you kind of did this to yourself because you got on this dating app. And you know it was a possibility you would meet Haitian guys in Haiti. Like, hello, that's ridiculous. But again, I was really just trying to see what the app was like. So I wonder if Rock and Trey, I, I probably am pronouncing that so wrong. I wonder if it's still around. I should look for it. I'm not getting back on it though. I'm not doing that for this podcast. I will get back on POF for the podcast. I would get back on other day and ask for the podcast. I'm not dealing with Rock and Trey for the uh podcast. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I can't do it no more. Like, I can't. But, yes, girl. But, and, and you know what? To get me wrong, I love, I love culture. Like, I love culture. I've dated guys from all backgrounds. Haitians, Jamaicans, all Caribbeans. I love Caribbean food. I love Caribbean music. I was learning Haitian Creole. I'm still kind of learning it. But I just don't want to talk to anyone that's there. Because I know that it's a lot. Long distance relationships is difficult. It can be a very expensive process if y'all going back and forth seeing each other. And honestly, I just don't feel like that whole thing. I went through a similar experience when I went to St. Lucia and met a guy. And I will talk about that on another podcast because that was my hostella got my groove back moment. And I will share that. But child, some of these men are so charismatic and they say all the right things, bitch. And before you know it, you're like buying calling cards. Well, no one buys calling cards, but back then. When I went to St. Lucia, I was buying calling cards because that's how we used to chat. But back then you are buying calling cards and you just literally letting yourself be whisked away by friggin' sounds of love. A child, it's it's just too much for me. It is just too much for me. Hey y'all, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has all the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. 
is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And the best of all, Anchor is free. So go download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hey guys, Final Thought here. So normally I know my final thought is pretty much about how what I learned from the podcast, but I'm actually going to dig in a little bit when it comes to Chris and how I really feel like Chris could have been a great guy if he just allowed himself to heal. You know, I've been in relationships. I mean, trust me when I mean, I've gotten my heart stumped out here and it is easy to carry those feelings and that trauma into new engagements, into new relationships. But you always want to take that time to allow yourself to grieve, to heal and consider therapy if it's really bad. And then that way, when you can go into your next relationships with a clear mind and an open heart. So if you've experienced any traumatic relationships recently, you know, give yourself a little bit of time. Be gracious with yourself. Practice a lot of self-care and fill yourself up with that love you need. Hey, guys, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of BGF. I want to say thank you for all the love and the support that I've gotten thus far. Look forward to sharing more stories about these men and how I got fucked over by them. <laughs> if you love today's episode, please take the time to rate it on Spotify and follow if you haven't already. If you're on Apple Podcasts, do the same thing if you don't mind. And if you want to be notified of more episodes or want to subscribe, please hit that subscribe button if you're listening to it on Google. Okay. Want to again thank you guys. You can always drop me your thoughts, your suggestions, your feedback your concerns, your questions, blackgirlflirting at gmail.com. You guys take care, stay safe, and talk to you again really soon.